Hey friends, welcome to episode 91 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift, and I am so thankful that you're listening in. I have an amazing show that's really going to encourage you, especially now. There's so much heaviness going on in the world, and today we're talking about love, and we're going to talk about word gifts and what that means. Today, I am welcoming back to the show Blythe Daniel and Dr. Helen McIntosh. And if you're listening to this episode, the day it releases, this is also the book launch day for their new book called I Love You, Mom. And before you think, well, this doesn't pertain to me, you aren't a mom, or maybe you don't have a mom still here with us on earth, well, you are a mama figure to someone in your life, and someone is a mama figure to you. I would imagine, and it goes way beyond that. There are so many wonderful facets to this book. It's full of scripture and encouragement, and it impacts people in your life. You're going to want to grab one of these books instead of grabbing a card next time you want to bless that mama figure in your life or that mom in your life. And maybe you want to buy it for grandkids and give it to them to give to their mom, which is your daughter. So listen to this episode. I know what Blythe and Dr. Helen have to share will encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with Blythe Daniel and Dr. Helen McIntosh. Welcome back to the Fierce Calling Podcast. Today, I am so excited to introduce to you my friends that have been on the show before. This is going to be the third time, and I'm so excited because we have a really cool book that we're going to be talking about. Blythe Daniel is a literary agent, author, and marketer with 20-plus years of experience in publishing. She's a speaker at writers' conferences and is interviewed for podcasts and webinars like this one. Her passion is helping authors to share their unique stories, which is amazing. And Dr. Helen McIntosh is a counselor, speaker, educator, and author of many books, two of which she co-wrote with Blythe, and we're talking about one of them today. I love you, mom. Cherished word gifts from my heart to yours. So welcome to the show. Welcome back, Blythe and Helen. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. We're so excited to be back on with you, Doris. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. And I need to mention that this is a mother-daughter team here that work <laughs> together on these amazing books. So I would love to get right into it so we can talk about this because it's exciting. And I would love if one of you would want to share how this book came about and why it's so important for you all to be sharing this message. Well, I'll start and mom can follow, but we really have a passion for equipping people and encouraging people to know how loved they are. Um, by God, first of all, but also by family members. We we want women especially to know that they carry such an important role um, in life, uh, whether you're married or not married. And so this book in particular, I Love You, Mom, is really about just telling the mom that's reading this book, you are so amazing. Like your sacrifices don't go unnoticed. Like giving 25 different word gifts to the reader um, to just affirm her, take her into scripture, some stories that are from scripture, as well as just some personal stories of our lives. 
to just help this feeling and, and this affirmation of just being known and loved for who you are as a mom. So that was the heart behind this book. Beautiful. And I also love how you use the term legacy of love. And I think, Dr. Helen, I've heard you say thread of love or threads of love. That's, that's amazing. So would you like to share a little bit about what that actually means? Why is that so important? Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm in that older generation, that winner of life. And I am so honored to be able to speak for uh, many of my friends who have arrived at the same echelon and wonder, Lord, what is my purpose? And what shall I leave my children? What legacy of love might I, I demonstrate and reflect on and teach some more? And so Blythe and I, we have offered 25 word gifts. It's almost like the book is almost like a giant thank you card. (laughs) It's more than a card, more than a greeting card. It's over 100 pages. But each of these word gifts are wonderful ways for someone to thank their mother or give to their grandchildren to give to their mother. It's just uh, can be used very creatively any time of the year. It's not confined to Mother's Day or even Valentine's Day. It can be used anytime thanking the mother for what she has done and who she is. It's, it's just a wonderful opportunity. You know, we say that whatever you focus on, you'll become like. We believe if there's a legacy of love from top or bottom, that if it's purposely given, that someone's going to catch it and continue it. So we, we hope to, to have many generations loving one another better. What do you think, Bly? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you, you summarize that so well. And, you know, the term, I love you, mom, we say that kind of flippantly, like in our society, we'll say like, well, I love you. Or, and yeah, those words have such power. Um, there are a lot of moms that have not been able to hear those words or haven't been able to even give them to a mom. And some people have asked us, well, if if you have a difficult relationship with your mom, would this be a good book to give her? And we say, yes, this book can be a door opener for your relationship with your mom. Um, sometimes it's easier to share something that's written with a mom than it is to just call each other. There's less intimidation. There's less opportunity for words to be misunderstood or mistaken. But um, literally, uh, this book could be sent as a gift to a mom. There is a place in the beginning if you want to write a note to your mom, um, just expressing your heart. So it literally could take the opportunity for you to say, you know what, I'm, I haven't talked with my mom. It's still strained between us, but but I'm going to I'm going to take this book and give it to her and see what kind of response that I get. I've also had people say, you know, well, um, I don't have my mom any longer in my life, but this can be a book that because it's a gift book, it's a devotional, um, it can be a gift that your children can give you. So it might be that you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, this is a great gift. I might even buy it for my friend's children to give to their mom or my niece to give to her mom. You know, like it, it really has dual purposes, both for the person buying it that they may want to read it for themselves because they are a mom, or it could be a person buying it for someone that's going to give it as a gift 
to a mom. So, um, but it really is all about affirming mom. And as, as my mom said just a minute ago, um, that there is no particular season. I mean, we're, we are all in need of being affirmed, aren't we? And encouraged mm-hmm. in our role as a mom. So it does transcend holidays, but it really is a great opportunity. if You do want to give it as a gift for a holiday as well, or a birthday even. Beautiful. I love it so much. And I love how you were talking about it being kind of almost like a healing balm between a, a mom and a daughter that maybe have some strain in their relationship. And I would say... It could be a package deal with Mended because that was a great book for that too. But it's so nice that it's written in such a way that even though anybody could use it and give it as a gift, it seems, it feels personal. It doesn't feel like it's just, you know, a, a book that you bought off the shelf that isn't personal. This is like a personal message. And as you said, um, you've referred to it as being interactive. So what does that mean that the book is interactive? One of the most beautiful pages of all is at the very end, page 104, that where we give a blessing. It literally is a blessing. And then there's a, on the following page, there's an opportunity for the giver to write something so personal to the one that they're trying to bless. So I, I have, that's one of my favorite. Uh, pages. It really is so personal and it's so profound. And we just don't take the time in our society, do we, Mm -mm. to bless one another. But those words of blessing are such an encouragement. I would say too, as far as the interaction goes, is um, we really wanted the reader to be able to interact with um, personal stories that we share and think about their own story, take take them back a little bit, further to, to maybe some younger years, um, but also interacting with scripture because there is a scripture for every one of the 25 word gifts. So that every, um, every devotional will start with a scripture. And then some of them have a um, biblical story as well. So it will be interacting some with the scriptures to just, you know, take a look at, like, for example, the story of um, Ruth and Naomi and you know, there, there's the story of their relationship. And then we kind of go in and share like, what do you think that would have been like to have basically said, I'm going to follow you and I'm going to leave my family, my kinship behind. I'm going where you're going. And so we kind of expound on that a little bit. So we, we do ask some questions to the reader as in those short devotionals, just to kind of help you process like, for instance, I, I think, too, and one of my other ones that I go back to is when Mary was searching for Jesus. And, you know, she was so torn because she didn't know where her son was. I mean, how many times mm-hmm. have we felt like that right. when we've been shopping or out and, and we don't actually know where our child is in that moment? But as she watched him grow and as she found him in his father's house when she did locate him and, and she remembered that this was what he came for. This is God's son. And so she treasured these things in her heart. And a lot of times we don't treasure the moments where we're watching our kids grow or we're inundated with the roles that we have as mom. And we, we kind of skip past the treasuring part. And so that's hopefully an, an interactive moment where we see what Mary was doing. And then we reflect on that ourselves and say, am I treasuring these moments with my kids as well? That's so beautiful. And such a great reminder to be intentional about the moments right now, because it is so easy. Sometimes I struggle and I'll look back and I'll 
really, really try hard to remember certain events and things that went on when the kids were small. And sometimes it's not easy to do that, but I love how we have these moments of intentionality that we can really draw on. And I was blessed to get an advanced reader's copy of the book, and it brought so many memories back. I even shared with my mom, because every time I post about it on Facebook, she's right there answering, going, oh, thank you, I love you too, which is so sweet, because that's what we want, right, with this book to do, to (laughs) interact moms and daughters, and here we are doing it. But it reminded me when I was younger, because there's a part in the book that talks about how, you know, remember when mom would go to the bus stop and be wearing her PJs or whatever. And my mom, she worked it out where my bus stop would, was moved to our driveway. (laughs) And I I had forgotten about that until I read that part of the book and it just came flooding back. And we lived in New Jersey at the time. I live in Florida now. So there were some, you know, as you girls know, heavy snow days to have to trudge up, you take the bus or whatever. And when it's raining, but also she liked to keep me kind of close where she could keep an eye on me. And it was just some, a memory that came back that was really sweet. And I think it's going to bring back uh, memories as people read the book that way. And I just wanted to go back a little bit because when you were mentioning how people might say, well, uh, my mom's no longer here or I don't have any children, and we can look at other relationships in our lives that have been similar to a mother-daughter relationship, right? So have you found that that has kind of come out too as a blessing to people? Oh, I think so. I think there's so many different kinds of mothers, the mothering of children in a neighborhood or the mothering of children at a Sunday school or in the classroom, and we do want to honor them as well, that they really do long for that part of their life to be purposeful. Mm. So we hope that that is encouraging them. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah, because you do hear the term spiritual mom too often. You know, when you have someone that is in the church that kind of takes a younger woman under her wing, you know, because it's very Mm. biblical for us to do that and to disciple the younger women. And I was really enthralled with the artwork of the book. I just love how the design came out. And how did that come about? Did you all have input in that? We didn't have any input in the design, but we love it too. And um, a talented team of designers with the publisher caught the vision for the book and, you know, went with the, the theme of flowers and something bright and cheery. And when I first saw the book cover, um, before it was actually even put together with all the interior pages, I was like, well, that looks kind of like something my daughters would buy, you know, because Mm -hmm. it has this, and and I think that's intentional because, you know, kids want to make a difference and they want to give their mom something that she'll cherish. And, and actually going back to how we even came up with the book, we were like, what do you give a mom who has everything? Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. What do you give a mom who has everything? Well, 
words are among the most important gifts that she'll treasure, Mm. whether it's a written note or whether it's something we verbally say. And so as I showed my girls who were um, a preteen and a teenager, they love the design. And so it really, to me, spans an audience of both young and a young person reading this, this book, even though it is for moms, but I think visually that they can get some things out of what it's like to honor your mom. Um, and then also just, you know, women who are, were, you know, younger moms, but then also women my age and on up to mom's age. She's, she's still so young at heart and she's, mm. um, she has such a, a vision for um, helping women. And I think that this book can hopefully do that just to be encouraged and to, like you said, Doris, is to go back to some of those stories that bring us joy and laughter. Because a lot of times our day is so full of decisions and what are we going to have for dinner? And, you know, we kind of lose some of those words like, I cherish you, or you're faithful, mm-hmm. you're confident, like some of the things that we need to hear. And so those are what the word gifts are. Um, so at the end of every devotional, there will be a word that is really just um, with some words that we've put to it. So if, for instance, you are thankful. And then there's a, a portion where we um, have written out that the it's basically like the giver saying to mom, mom, you've always said that you're thankful to God for me, but I am the one who wants to say that I'm thankful for you. And so, and then it just kind of goes a little bit deeper into that. So um, so hopefully it feels like it's very personal from the person giving the book to a mom. But again, if, if you don't have someone giving this to you and you just pick it up for yourself, I I do believe that you will feel encouraged because these words are for you. God gave them to us for you as a mom. Great, Blythe. And don't you think the reader is going to be flooded with memories? There's so much about memories and we don't stop very long in our culture, our rapid pace to remember. Yeah, absolutely. And that that is so special too, how you were saying that it can just be something that you buy to encourage yourself because they're words of affirmation and they're biblical and it's full of scripture. And, you know, you might buy it and hang on to it until God leads you to who you're supposed to give it to. Maybe you don't know who you're supposed to give it to, but it sure is pretty enough to just buy a few copies to have on hand. (laughs) It's really, it's really a great book. And two, how it's so helpful as a resource to help people say the words that they can't find. Or like you were saying earlier, like, you know, they might not know the words that they would want to say. This helps them. But it's, it's just a, an amazing book and so timely for it coming out. So when is that release date happening? So the release date of our book is March 8th, 2022. And uh, books are you know, going to be available at most retail outlets by that date. And so, yeah, it, it was intentional for it to be a resource leading up to Mother's Day. And, you know, one of the things that we haven't touched on but I think because of the season that we're heading into with spring and summer weddings, I've noticed a trend, and maybe you gals have too, that a lot of women are calling their mother-in-law mom. Mm-hmm. And I think this could be a really neat book for a mother-in-law to receive from a daughter-in-law or um, even grandkids. But uh, but we are upon that season when oh, you know there are more weddings happening. And because it is a hardcover book, 
it does make a neat gift and it's um, a pretty thick binding. And so it's, it's something that I would love to see, you know, in boutique stores or, you know, other places where people are buying something to give as a gift to that special mom in their life. That's a great point about the weddings. And yeah, I call my mother-in-law mom. You know, we've always done that in our family and having it be a time where you're seeing a lot of the weddings are coming up and everything. It's kind of a, a great thing to think about giving your mom and your mother-in-law for the occasion and maybe putting a little personal note in two different ways, you know, for the two different moms. And there's a beautiful gift shop down where our downtown Main Street is in New Smyrna Beach. And it's called the Posh Pineapple. And I just can see this book in there because they have a rack of beautiful books that are gift books. Everybody listening that um, that's like, oh, I would love to, I know of a good boutique. Um, We would love for them to reach out to you. I I do think that this is a kind of a book that will pop up in different specialty stores that Mm -hmm. carry more gift items. And so we're always open to if someone has a great idea for a store, we would love for them to contact us. And we we will have, I'm sure, that information in the show notes. But I have a website for my literary agency. And, and so we're always looking at great books. So, but yeah, we would love to hear from you if you have some outlets that you know of, anybody that's listening. I was reflecting as you all were talking about what a difficult year or two we've had as a country, as a nation. We've been so divided on so much and so separated in person too by this virus that I have loved this book evolving because it is meant to bring families closer, closer together and remembering family and what a strong piece that is. And so I love that we're fanning the flame for family to rise. I love that. Fanning the flame for families. Maybe that'll be the next book you all write together. (laughs) That's a good one, Doris. Yeah, Uh I think that might work. (laughs) So speaking of that, what projects are you working on? Do you have any other thoughts about doing something after this one comes out or never know? Blythe has got two budding authors in her little family. Blythe, you might want to share. Well, my daughter, who's 12, and I are working on an idea for a book for, you know, probably that preteen age um, girls to just affirm them for who they are Mm -hmm. and the way that God's designed them, particularly in the area of friendship. And as I've watched my daughters have friends, create friendships, lose some friendships, like for that age group, there's a lot for them to process and a lot for them to navigate with friends in this day and age. And so we're really wanting to draw scripture in God's affirmation over friendship and how we play a role in that as, as young women. And so my daughter's putting in her perspective on that, just really special and fun to see her take on something like this. So that's really special. And then my son is working on a joke book. Um, he started coming <laughs> up with jokes a couple of years ago and, and um, is getting those published later this year. So so just helping other people launch their books and, you know, we may be able to do some follow-up books to this I Love You Mom with the brand of I Love You, you know, maybe dad or husband. Mm-hmm. So healthy, yeah. but thank you for asking. That sounds good. And that is so amazing how the kids are getting so involved in this. It, it's kind of like 
in in your DNA or something because you know with all the writing and just helping other people and getting words out there that book for teens and tweens that's going to be such a needed book and from a perspective of a young woman and her mom too you know so I think that's really special and I can't wait to get my hands on the joke book (laughs) thank you that's fun that is so fun it's neat to see kids, you know, as a mom, you want your kids at an adore, you have grandkids, even you want your family to thrive in what God's called them to do. And so, you know, for someone who's listening, you know, writing may not be your thing. Um, and that be your kid, it may not be your kid's thing either, but wherever you can connect with your children or with your grandchildren, or maybe it's your neighborhood children, as mom referenced earlier, that I think we all need that affirmation, right? Of like, just that mm-hmm. I see you and God sees you and you have a special role to fill. And I think overall, like if we can help our kids gain that as young adults, it'll help them in every area of life that they know who they are and they know that they're loved. And so as, as us women, we know we want that. Um, I think it, it is important for kids to know that and to grow up in that. Amen. And it's so sweet, too, because, of course, we've got grandma here. What do they call you, Dr. Helen? What do they do? They call you grandma or <laughs> nanny? Nanny. Oh, that's so sweet. Wife was kind enough <laughs> to ask me years ago. And I said, well, my grandmother was nanny and I'd love, love, love to have her name. Oh, <laughs> so. so precious. And so, of course, you're so excited about these books coming out and proud of your grandchildren and I know how that is and that's really that's really amazing to see them bloom in gifts and talents that God has given them and it's just a joy to to watch so I just appreciate you all coming on the show and if you want to add any last comments and also if you could tell us where the listener can connect with you yeah I think the best place for listeners to reach out to us um we are on um, Facebook and uh, also on Instagram. If you want to follow our posts there um, and also email through um, the agency. You could just email us and it's just info at the life And we would love to hear from you. And Doris, just thank you so much for the opportunity to share um, about our new resource and just the opportunity to share about why we feel so called to encourage moms. And so um, I just would say that if you aren't sure, you know, how you could take a book like this, we encourage you to preview it, take a look at it. We do love the fact that there's a way to personalize it. There's a to and from page in there. If you want to give that gift or read it, you know, on your own, but we just, we appreciate the opportunity to come and share about the book. So thank you. Thank you so much, Doris. I appreciate your love in our love book. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. I'm so excited about it coming out. I am going to continue to share it and get a bunch of copies to give away because it's just, it's really sweet. And there's so many women I know that will be so encouraged by it and also daughters too, because it'll be a joy for them to be able to give that to their moms. And so it's just been such a blessing to have you ladies on the show and I'll have all the links in the show notes so the listener can find you and connect with you and see how they can grab this amazing book. And I hope to have you all on again, maybe when the anniversary comes up of this book. (laughs) 
Thank you so much, Laura. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, friends. Well, you have a blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. And I hope this conversation with these precious ladies blessed you today. I know it blessed me. I always love talking with them. And this book is so precious. Believe me when I tell you. And I don't know if we actually mentioned the size of it. We may have, but I don't think we did. It's a really, really great size. It can slip right into a purse. It's so, so sweet. What a great book. And I love some of the quotes in the show. One of them I love that Blythe said, what do you give a mom who has everything? Well, words are among the most important gifts that she'll treasure. That is so true. How many times have kids, and it may not have been even our own kids, maybe we taught Sunday school and the kids wrote a card for us and we hear what truly is on their hearts. But even as adult women, giving this gift is so precious and receiving it would be such a blessing. I love also how Dr. Helen reminded us that there's so much about memories and we don't stop very long in our culture, our rapid pace to remember. Memories are important and sometimes some memories haven't been so pleasant, but God redeems all of our memories and there are some good ones in there that we've probably forgotten. So check out the links in the show notes, grab this book, listen to us on the Edify app, and I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman that's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.